Welcome to the Warrior Wellness Podcast, a podcast for military members, veterans, and first responders focusing on fitness, health, nutrition, and biohacking. Our mission with this podcast is to introduce America's heroes to lifestyle habits and hacks that will help them live healthier, happier lives, and in turn, be fit enough to continue their support of their communities and country. The content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose any medical condition, replace the advice of a healthcare professional, or provide any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Copyright 2020, Fireteam Whiskey, LLC, all rights reserved. Thank you for joining the Warrior Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Stephanie Lincoln. Today we're interviewing Army Chaplain Jeffrey Peppers about his opinions of the components of spiritual health and how this ties into an individual warrior's holistic approach to health. We hope you enjoy the interview and make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify and leave us a review. So thank you Chaplain Peppers for joining us today and contributing your expertise to Fireteam Whiskey. I'm very happy to be here. And um, I just want you to kind of introduce yourself and, um, you know, talk about your background and, and what you do for the National sure. Guard. Okay. Yeah, I'm Chaplain Jeff Peppers. I have been an Army Chaplain since about 2008. And uh, before that, I was a uh, pastor for 10 years. And before that, I was an infantry officer uh, for 10 years before that. And before that, I was a, a Marine. So I've been all around still trying to decide what I want to do when I grow up. But I love being a chaplain. Uh, I love the military. I love being in the army. I just, and I love being a minister. Uh, so for me, it's the best of both worlds. So uh, people say, well, why, why did you become a chaplain? Well, you know what, when you have a calling, you have to do your calling. Mm -hmm. And people in the military, law enforcement, uh, medical, we all understand about calling, so that's why I do this. Yeah, and I love that, and, and that's one of the reasons why I asked Chaplain Peppers. Not only is he my favorite chaplain, but um, and I've known him since 2009. We've um, responded together for a, a lot of uh, emergencies with the military, but I love the fact that you were, and this is the most respectful way to say it, you were a grunt <laughs> before you were an officer. I consider that a compliment. Yes, I think it's a compliment, but that's why I, I just love that you have that background because it makes you approachable. And, you know, that's kind of what we're all about with Fireteam Whiskey is, you know, you have your Fireteam Whiskey cadre helping you, and we are the experts in fitness, but we're also approachable. We're, we're in, on this team together, so it kind of makes makes me feel like you're more of an approachable guy because you've been in the transit, you know, you you know what it's like to, to be there and scrub toilets with a, a toothbrush. I think it works. <laughs> All right, so my first kind of official question for you in your role as a chaplain. Um, so Fireteam Whiskey prides itself in covering all aspects of health. So we not only cover the nutritional side and the fitness side, but we have our warrior wellness side that is required as well. So all of our participants have to watch 10 warrior wellness videos and they're all on different aspects of health. 
So we are touching upon the, the importance of spiritual health in this interview. And that is, a, a, I think, a huge component of wellness. So I just wanted to ask you, you know, what, what is kind of your professional opinion about what spiritual health is? I mean, what is that? Well, there's two components to spiritual health. There's health, and of course, we all know what health means. Either you have health, or you, if you have health, you're at ease. And if you don't have health, you're at dis-ease. And, uh, but then the other component to that is spirituality. And spirituality, a lot of people consider spirituality and religion, they say, well, I'm not religious. But spirituality is, is a little bit deeper than just religion. I don't say just religion, but it, it may encompass religion. Uh, so somebody who may be uh, very uh, devout in his or her faith uh, will typically have pretty good spiritual health if they apply those disciplines in their life and they feel like their life is aligning up with what they believe their core values to be. Uh, somebody who is not particularly religious may still be a spiritual person and spirituality you can define it even down to uh, to just in the army we say army values but just good old American values of doing what is right um, and I, I like to say this there's nobody in any religion to whom love your neighbor does not apply it applies to all of us whether someone is a is a Christian or a Muslim or a, or a Jewish or a non an atheist we all should love our neighbors and that would be one example of a of an inner value that we have. Uh, when someone is living consistently with their inner values, they have a sense of well-being, and so uh, spiritual health is really just a matter of living out your life uh, in a fashion that is consistent with those values that you hold to be the deepest and the most meaningful values to you. I would put that in the same category as spirituality. Religion helps greatly. And by religion, of course, I mean, you know, uh, somebody's particular faith. Uh, because it helps us to align what is important with us and to align our living after those inner values that we have. My second question is, so what do you think is the link between like a healthy person? So I say, I'm a healthy person, chaplain. Okay. And what is the link between that healthy person and their spiritual health? I mean, can you have one and not the other? Or, you know, can you have both? Well, I would say that there are, there are people that have profound spirituality and whose lives marry up nicely with their values. They may be a very religious person or a very spiritual person, they have great spiritual health, and they may have an illness or they may have an injury or something. So they might not have physical health, but they would have spiritual health. Um, at the same time, uh, I think that it's, and, and I'm, I'm not an expert at these kinds of studies, but I know that there are links that have been proven uh, between someone's spiritual health and the rest of their holistic health. So I like to look at spirituality as one of those components of our holistic health. So you say that you're healthy, 
uh, what does that mean? Does that mean that you're free of disease? Does it mean you eat the right things and you have a good, uh, you good have a heart, good heart stroke volume and you know all those? But also, are you living in a way that um, tends to those deep values that you have? Mm -hmm. And are you spiritually healthy as well? Yeah. So of course, I guess you could say the same thing about mental wellness too. So uh, physical, spiritual, mental, I think the three of them all go together. So the holistic term of healthiness would encompass all three. Yeah. And then um, also just to kind of elaborate on what you just said, or have you elaborate, um, you know, I think of, you know, in many religions, uh, they talk about, you know, your body is your temple. And, you know, that how that is an important part of your faith is to care for your body because that's the one that was given to you as, you know, this is your gift of life. And, um, you know, I just wanted to kind of hear your thoughts about that. Well, you know, if we have, if we believe, if you believe that your, uh, that your life on this earth has meaning and that you live for something greater than yourself, and so I'm, I'm just expanding that a little bit beyond just the religions to all spirituality. Uh, then, then there is a bounden duty then to see that that vehicle, that vessel by which you do that living is cared for. Um, you would, if you have a uh, vocation of life uh, that involves uh, spending a great deal of time, or it may be a vocation or, or a profession that involves spending a great deal of time driving your car. You want to make sure that your car is maintained and adequately, you know, and, and you, you have sent it in for services and you have to have your car healthy. Well, I guess that, if you look at your spiritual, I look at us as being spiritual beings that have physical health and that have mental health. Now somebody else might say, I look at us as being uh, mental beings that have a spiritual, well, you know, to each his own. Mm -hmm. In my view, we're spiritual beings. And so we've been given this body to care for. And uh, if we allow that uh, vessel by which we manage our spirituality, by which we live out our spirituality, if we allow that vessel to fall into disrepair, then it doesn't say much for our commitment to really living out those values. Yeah. And um, another question I had for you, and I want to get your take on it, is, you know, our, most of our fire team whiskey participants are first responders and military members, current and former. Um, and, you know, I really wanted to touch upon this subject, especially, you know, in light of that, mm -hmm. because, um, you know, our military members and first responders are exposed to a lot of traumatic things on a daily basis. So I wanted to, you know, have you kind of touch upon the importance of, especially for first responders, to work on and be aware of this aspect to, to work on their spiritual health and how that kind of ties into all that trauma. Right. That's the difficulty also with the first responders too is they run in shifts and so they don't always have access to their mosque or their, to their uh, temple or their church but uh, I think keeping yourself spiritually fit goes a long way towards keeping your mental uh, grip on things. And sometimes the things that we 
experience, particularly when we're experiencing suffering of others. This can be very, this can move us to the very depths of our soul. And uh, the, the spirituality that must be maintained is, is here within, uh, within the deepness of our heart. And sometimes the things that we experience go so far as to tear away at what appears to be the foundation of our living, maybe gradually or maybe suddenly, but those inner moorings and that uh, what we really believe in is challenged. And uh, so we have to, as we have physical fitness, you have to work out. Spiritual fitness, you have to work out. You have to be in touch with your spirituality. I look at the relationship between the uh, physical, the mental, and the uh, spiritual in this way. There was a, there was a uh, staff officer that we had here in the Florida Guard who would make, uh, he was a medical service officer, and we would, from time to time, we would have to adjust, uh, uh, discuss uh, traumatic situations and he would always make this caveat because he wasn't a, he wasn't a shrink, you know, mm -hmm. he would say, well, I don't deal with anything above the clavicles, yes. um, but I say I deal with what's between the clavicles. And so if you look at the, men, the mental well-being is above the clavicles and the, and the spiritual well-being is between the clavicles, that's where resides the, the deep and inner meaning that we all have. And so what we want to do is help people to stay in touch with that, with that wellness between the clavicles. Okay, now we know how important spiritual health is. Okay, we've learned about what it is, how important it is, and why you know we need to be working on it. So, but how can somebody tell? I mean, you mentioned like PMCS, you know, checking your your oil and checking your car. How can you do PMCS? How can you check in with yourself and see where your spiritual health is? How do you do that? For people that are of faith, it's they have kind of a shortcut. Because no matter what faith you have, you have disciplines of the faith. And almost every faith has some form of scripture reading, some form of uh, listening to uh, the, the thoughts of others that expound this faith for daily living. And they also have prayer, prayer and meditation. For those that are a religious or non-religious, they can still... We, they might not call it pray, but they can mm -hmm. still spend time in quiet, getting in touch with who they are. They can still listen when that little voice says, you know what, this is, something is not right here. Something, I'm, I'm, I'm not living in a way that's in tune with my inner values. Or they can still say, I don't even know what my inner values are. I need to spend some time contemplating that. So time spent contemplating the deep. Now, religion, people who are religious often think of religion, spirituality as coming from above. Mm -hmm. and, and that's fine if, you know, if, they, um, if they associate their spirituality as being a dispensation from heaven, from God, and, you know, and, and so, but ultimately it resides within us. Mm -hmm. And there we have to tend to and answer the question, what is important to you? 
what are the duties that we have to uh, to ourselves, to our families, to others, so that we can live in a way that we feel like we're at ease with our spirituality. Yeah. All right. Um, so now that we've kind of evaluated, um, you know, where we're at individually with our own spiritual health, and maybe we find some things that need to be worked on. And you know, you you may have those tools, like you mentioned, in your own religion to help you with those things or you know you evaluate your own tenets and, and kind of figure out what you need to shift in your life mm -hmm. to do that but um, I also want you to maybe touch upon um, how important it is to maybe seek out support if you're struggling and you're not able to kind of fix those things with those tools available to you yeah. and you're still struggling with right. your spiritual health again that's that's another area where people that uh, our religious have a, have a leg up because there are support networks within those religions. They can see the pastor of the church and get counseling, see the priest. Uh, you can uh, be part of a small group um, if uh, you, know, you have a, a community of faith, whether it's in a temple or a mosque or a, or a church. And so there is that support network. Um, but you can have spiritual support networks anyway just by um, by seeing that the people that are important to you that you choose to hang around with of course you have family members and you can't really choose them <laughs> right but we can select to be with people whose values resonate with ours uh, who tend to live out the kinds of uh, uh, lived spirituality that that is consistent with your own life and so whether somebody is religious or not, they can find spiritual assistance. It's just that for people that are not engaged in a specific religion, they might have to do a little bit more work. For people that are not particularly religious, like you don't prescribe to a particular religious, and you don't know if you're spiritual yet, you can start by just taking a sheet of paper and doing your own value statement. And values are not necessarily love, peace, different things. It's what is important to you. If you could say, what are the top three things? And I just picked three arbitrarily, okay? The, name the top three things that are important to your life. Write those down. Make your own values statement first. And to, add, to determine what, whether something is a value for you, um, and you could call them ideals, uh, just what are the most important things in your life. And think in terms of spirituality, because you can't write money down there. You know, <laughs> money doesn't count, okay? So, but write down the, the most important things in your life. But lastly, Chaplain, um, I just wanted to kind of touch upon, you know, we, I say all the time that being healthy sometimes is lonely. And I love that you kind of talked about being aware of the people that you surround yourself with because that is a reflection of your values. And, you know, sometimes doing what's right for you in the clavicle may be opposed by the people around you or looked upon in a negative light 
by the people around you. Um, so I just wanted to maybe have you um, give some encouragement to our um, participants who are making this major change in their life and they're getting their spiritual health in order, they're getting their physical health in order, and they're getting their mental health in order, but maybe people around them don't understand these steps that they're taking and are maybe threatened by it or it's just different. You know, whatever it may be, it's just not supportive. So just kind of maybe giving some encouragement to our participants who are making these major changes in their life to get healthier in every aspect. Sure. Okay. The worst person to a smoker is an ex-smoker. <laughs> you know, and you don't want to be that kind of person that now you're on the road and you want to put the other person down. You know, but eventually the other persons that you surround yourself with should see the value that you're getting from this. Not only the physical value, but the other aspects. And maybe they'll just come along and join you. Well, thank you, Chaplain, so much for sharing your expertise in spiritual health with our Fire Team Whiskey participants. And I hope that you absorbed all of this information from our spiritual health expert. And um, thank you for watching, and thank you, Chaplain Peppers, for helping us out with our Warrior Wellness video. Well, thank you for having me. And to anyone watching, I pray God's blessings for you, and uh, may your journey to health be smooth, and may it be steady. Always have faith, and just keep pressing in. The journey may not be quick, but it's certain. Thank you for tuning in to the Warrior Wellness Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify and leave us a review. Super bene.